This episode is brought to you by my new one-on-one coaching program, Becoming. This program is all about realizing your passion, awakening your spirit, and becoming who you are meant to be. This program is designed to help you experience more joy in your life, purpose, fulfillment, have better relationships, create more abundance so that you can go out and do your work in this world. Yo, 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 what's up, queens? You are listening to the Happiest Fuck Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Jordan. Today, we're going to continue on in our uh, queen series, and we're finally going to do it, you guys. We're finally going to talk about money on the podcast, so stay tuned. Okay, guys, so let's dig into talking about money. And I'll have to admit and be transparent here, but one of the reasons why I haven't come on and talked about money yet is because this has got to be one of my um, biggest things that I'm working to overcome in my life right now. And I've made huge leaps and learned a lot in the area of money and spiritual growth around money and actual practical financial things and learning things um, and being able to apply them to my own financial situation. However, I'm not in the financial situation that I would love to be in or that I envision for myself. So I've always felt reluctant to come and talk about it as like I'm some expert or something in money when I'm surely not at all. But however, that's what this podcast is all about. That's what I share with you all the time. I share with you the things that I'm going through. Most of these episodes are things that I'm going through. They're things that I've experienced. Um, So you guys, this just bear with me. I'm no expert, but I just want to share with you because this is something that is so important. And this is something that comes up so often. And I need for, I need to get this out. I need to share it. It's for someone to hear this. So there's a couple things that I want to share about money. One, money, we need money. There's a, there's a need for money. You need money in your life. It's not, you know, it's not cool to brag about how broke you are. Um, you know, like there's always like some fun like memes or something like going around on Instagram and people are like, oh yeah, you know, this is me after I have eight cents left in my account. Like, no, like stop glorifying that. Stop glorifying the broke life. Like this is not, there's nothing to be glorified about not being able to pay your bills. There's nothing to be glorified about having to choose between one bill and another there's nothing to be glorified about about being so far in debt that you can't do things and spend your money on things to enjoy your life there's nothing glorified about that that's not that's not something that you need to glorify and if you do if you glorify and if you have a group of friends and you know that's what you talk about and it's the joke like "Ah, all I could do today was buy you know three cheeseburgers from McDonald's for three dollars because that's all I had to eat for the rest of the day and everybody's like ha 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 I understand like you know this is my like trading broke stories then you need to find some new friends or you need to be the change in those friends but you need to stop glorifying being broke because there is nothing glorified about that you are not meant to live that way you're not meant to live in scarcity in poverty in lack in fear. You're not meant to live in any of that. So that would probably be the most important thing that I would want you to take away from this is that you don't have to live like that. And you can change your mind about that. And so I think 
the overall theme and the overall thing that I want you to get from this is that you can decide to change your mind about how you think about money. Okay. So a couple of things about a couple of things about money, you guys. So money is simply a value exchange. We we put so much emphasis on money. You know, we have all these feelings towards money. Like we hate money. We, you know, we don't want to look at money. We avoid money. We do all these things like money is a person like money did something to us. Money did nothing to us. Money is not even a thing. It's a thing that we made up to exchange value between people. Right. That's all that it is. It's not demonized. Money is not the root of all evil. Like, do you know what I mean? Like we we have all these things that are conditioned in our head that we're taught when we're growing up that we've heard. We've heard things like money doesn't grow on trees. We've heard things like money is the root of all evil. We've heard things like I we can't afford this. We've heard all these things, right? And what it does is it conditions us little by little. It conditions us like, oh, well, I only need enough to pay my bills. I only want to get by. Or, you know, if having that much money is a waste, you know, when you're sitting down watching TV with your parents and you're watching MTV Cribs back in the day and they're like, oh my gosh, like having that much money is just a waste. Why does anybody need all that money? Um, So those are little things that you've been conditioned your whole life to the point you're at today and how you feel about money and your relationship. And sometimes it takes a little bit of digging and peeling back the layers to figure out what is conditioned. And that's why like this money work is so important, but it also can be really laborious sometimes because you think that you've peeled back a layer. You think that you've uncovered something, but it really requires work. And this is true for any transformation. You guys like you may get the download, you may get an eye opening revelation. You may get all of that. But what happens, what's the important part is what happens after the eye-opening revelation. What happens after the download? That's when it needs to start becoming a practice. That's when you need the repetition. That's when you need to start practicing and doing the work. So when you ever hear me say doing the work, that it's usually repetition of of a practice. It's an integration of a thing into your life until it becomes, until that behavior or that thought changes. Till you reframe, you have to reframe things. So a lot of us can use a serious reframe about how we think about money because the reason why you are in your financial situation that you are in right now, whatever it is, it is because you have decided to be there. It is not because you went to college and you looked up what jobs can pay you a decent amount and you have this job and it pays you X, Y, Z and that's all there is. And so it's out of your control. That's not true. You decided to think that that's the only way that you can receive money. That is the truth. You decided that that is what you were going to make. That was what you were going to, that, that was just it. There was nothing else available to you. And that is very untrue. So what you are currently experiencing in the way of your finances is something that you've created through your thoughts, your beliefs, your, what you, your visions, and your actions that you take. So you guys, if you find yourself in a position where you are so unhappy with your finances and you're so unhappy with where you are and the amount of money that you make and that sort of thing, then you really need to dig in and start thinking about and opening your mind up. And you guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but if you're not a spiritual person, you need to get spiritual. You need to get on the path because money is largely, is is very energetic and very spiritual. It really is. So you can manifest money in so many different ways, but you have to be open to receiving it. And part of 
of being open to receiving it is through spiritual channels, through energetic channels. Okay. It's not just, it's not just, you know, your money that you can see that's coming from your paycheck and that's it. So I need you to be able to open your mind and expand your mind and understand that money is much greater than that. You are meant for more than that. You are worthy to receive just because you are who you are. It's not required. An extra degree is not required. An extra anything is not required. What needs to happen is you need to heal your shit around money. You need to dig into all of those shitty money stories that you've had when you were growing up, and then you need to reframe them. Okay, so you can do so many different things, you guys. And this is such a robust um, topic because there's so many ways that we can reframe and talk about money. But all I want to talk about today is that money and I want you to understand is that money is available to you. You get to decide the level of abundance that you want to attract in your life. And if we're talking about queen shit, okay, So we're talking about queen shit again. And part of being a queen, you guys, you can't be a queen. You cannot be a queen. I'm sorry. If you're driving around in a broke down car, if you're driving around and remember, I said this, I said this in the other um, in yesterday's, you know, queen series. And I was talking about having things that are broken, dirty, um, you know, getting rid of all of that stuff in your life. And you can't be and vibe on a queen level broke and having shitty money stories it's you can't you just you can't so if you are going to and this is one part of like when you're leveling up when you are embracing your queen anytime that you do that in one area it has to all the other areas have to come with it you can't leave the shitty money story behind and just work on your spiritual journey or work on your relationships. It all ties in together. You can't upgrade one without the other. So you have to start digging into the shitty money story and how you are creating your current reality of money and then how you need to reframe your mindset. I can't even talk. Your mindset, how you need to reframe that in order to start receiving what you need to receive. So I will give you a little story. So I was, this was um, last year, and this was probably one of my biggest breakthroughs that I had in my, with my coaching, um, in my coaching sessions with my coach last year. I can't, I can't get anything out. I'm sorry. But um, she sent me this book, and it was how to be a badass at making money. And I was very resistant to it because I hate the word badass. I really, really, really do. It just got so overused. It's probably how I'm going to feel about queen and goddess in like another six months. Like, please stop saying queen and goddess. Okay, got it. But we're saying it right now and it's fine. But this badass thing and it was a you are a badass at making money. And I was like, Ugh, okay, whatever. So I started reading the book. And in the beginning of the book, She was talking about, you know, being open, some of the things like just even recognizing that it's it's available to you and understanding that it's a spiritual journey and how you get to decide, you get to decide at what level of abundance that you get to live at. And one of the practices that she said was to um, spend five minutes a day just feeling like money was floating all around you, right? And money is all around you and money flows through me easily. And just spend five five minutes feeling money, feeling the energy of money, feeling how easy it comes to you, feeling how easily you can let it go without, you know, feeling any stress or anything like that. And um, 
So what I would do, and this goes hand in hand, I know that I talk about niching down your um, your vision. So I had this one particular vision for this one particular thing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to share what it is. If you know me, you know what it is. And instead of having this, you know, big vision for everything, I had one, one particular thing that I wanted and I would get in the pool every single day and I would combine, you know, my visioneering for the thing that I wanted. And I would drop into how I felt, how it would, how it was going to feel when I got this money, how it was going to feel when I was paying for this thing that I wanted, like all of that. And then at the same time, I'd be in the pool and I would just float around and I would let the water come around me. And I would imagine that I was swimming in money. And I would, I would imagine how easily and how good it felt and how easily it flowed to me and from me and around me. And it just flowed. It flowed. There's one thing about money, you guys. It doesn't, it's not stagnant. Money is energy. So money is, it's activated when it's moving. So if you're just stockpiling your money in a, in a savings account and you're scared to spend it, your money isn't going to flow. Money isn't going to flow freely to you either right? Because you got to move it. You got to move it around. It's energy. It's an energetic thing. So anyway, so I did this practice. Um, God, I don't know how long I did it. I did it for maybe, it it probably wasn't even a month, but that was my sort of practice. That's kind of how I like, you know, dove in and, and tried to do some reframing. And, you know, I really don't know what I expected to happen. I really don't know. I don't know that I fully expected what to happen, what happened to happen. I just know that I was willing to try it because I wanted more. I needed this thing that I was asking for. I needed it a lot. And I I just, I I was just willing to try anything, right? And I was willing to be open. So what ended up happening is I did, I manifested $20,000 for this thing that I needed to manifest for. And it was so, it was so surreal and it was so crazy. And it, but what it did for me was when I, when I did it, when it happened, when it came to me in ways that I didn't know that it was going to come to me. And that's the other thing when you're when you're manifesting money or when you're asking for money or when you want, you know, money to come, sometimes you don't know how it's going to come. And you really have to sort of, you really have to detach from the outcome. You have to detach from the how sometimes because the universe, you may be blocking the ways that, that the opportunities are the ways that you're going to receive the money. But when I received it, I was so in awe. I was so in awe. I remember telling my coach, I was like, Hey, so listen, I, I I got this money, <laughs> but I don't feel like it's real yet. Like I don't, I can't, like I'm afraid. I'm, I'm scared. I think that I have it, but like, what if it goes away? What if I wake up in the morning and it's all gone? Like I was totally freaking out, but it was fine and it was mine. And I had literally opened myself up and decided that that's what I wanted. And I manifested this large sum of money, you guys. And at that moment, that's literally when everything changed for me. That's literally when everything changed for me in the course of my entire life. And the reason why it changed for me is because I said, oh my God, I am so powerful. We are so powerful as beings. I have the power to call in that massive amount of money to me. Right now, it doesn't seem like super massive to me anymore because I know what's what's possible and plus I've already called it in. But 
I have the power. We are that powerful as humans. And if you don't believe my story, I really don't care, but it's the truth. (laughs) And you can ask people close to me. I've been talking about this story um, for a while and I'm ready for another story to tell you. But that's really what activated my whole, um, my whole, um, I don't know, I guess my journey or my, my, my everything. That's really when I had the biggest breakthrough And that's when I realized how much power we harness inside. And that's really when I started digging in to see and to be like, holy crap, holy crap. Um, We can do so much. We can be, we can have, and we are meant to have so much more than we, than we have. Okay. So that is, and I I tell that story because it even surprised me. And sometimes I need a reminder and I tell myself the own story because it came to me so easily. You guys, I didn't have to figure anything out. I didn't have to figure anything out. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was believe and receive. And I'm not saying it comes to you that easy all the time. But what I am saying is that you have to be open. You have to even believe and decide that it's available for you because it is, it's available for all of us. And then you have to, to do the things I did the visioneering. I did the, you know, I, I did a little bit of money work, you know, I didn't do a ton of money work at this time, but as this is when I started doing the money work, I did. The second thing I want to talk to you about money is this, and this is more of the, so money is one part of deciding and committing and believing and trusting and manifestation. And we have to dive, we have to dive in much deeper to manifestation. We do. And me and my own personal practice, I do as well. You know, like we get caught up, like we get caught up just floating through life and not really doing things intentional. And I know that I can be more intentional about what I'm bringing forth into my life. Because whether you're being intentional or not, you're bringing things forth into your life, you guys, by what you're doing. You're bringing things forth by your thoughts and your actions and the words that you say all the time, every day. So you have to become more intentional about what you're manifesting in your life. So the other thing, there's that side of money, which is sort of the spiritual side where you you know, you decide, you understand what money is, you understand that it's that it's energy, you understand that in order to receive more money, you need to become an energetic match for the money. And you can start working on that side of it, you can start working on digging up your shitty money stories, you can start working on reframing that, because that's all totally necessary. The second part of it, you guys is the masculine part of the money. And this is the part that I am really digging into now. And this is the part where I'm listening to podcasts about actual finances. So we're learning about, you know, I'm learning about credit card debt. I'm learning about, you know, how to pay things off. I'm learning about how to do things for your taxes so that you don't pay ta- pay a lot of taxes. I'm learning about how, you know, having a business and, you know, keeping your receipt. I'm just learning really awesome financial things that are super practical, but that are super needed, right? And one of the other things that I started doing as a practice is really um, getting comfortable with money. So a lot of us aren't even comfortable enough to talk about it. It's like this big, like, oh, we can't, do we ask somebody what they make? Do we talk about what we make? Do we, you know, it's just so taboo. So you have to start getting comfortable with money because you can't, you're not going to be able to manifest it. You're not going to be able to let it come to you. You're not going to be able to hold it if you're not comfortable with it. Your subconscious mind is not going to give you something that you don't want 
right? You're not going to manifest it if you don't want it, if you don't have a place to hold it, if you haven't built a container for it, if it doesn't have a safe place to go and move freely through, then you're not going to be able to manifest it. So you guys, so you have to be able to build an actual container to hold this money. You have to be able to build systems to get yourself out of debt. You have to be able to to look at your money every day. You have to spend time with your money. You have to plan your money. Um, this doesn't mean that you have to be restrictive and make restrictive budgets and all of this. You don't have to. By all means, do all the things that you want to do in your life with your money and then also be smart and implement some really smart financial strategies with the money that you do have um, in paying off your debt and things like that. But that's a that's another, you know, episode. But that is the second part of it. Second part of it is you have to face your money. You have to face your money. You have to look at it. You have to treat it as it's a, a person, a person you love. Talk to your money. I named my bank account. I named my bank account Richard because Richard is my favorite massage therapist and everything that Richard does is amazing. So I have Richard as my um, my bank account name and my money. And I talk to Richard and um, I have a sort of a love affair going on with Richard and I'm learning how to treat Richard better. I'm learning how to help Richard grow and, and, and you know, pay for things that I love and I'm learning all these things and I'm so grateful for Richard and I'm so grateful for the things that Richard helps me to pay for and the things that Richard helps to provide me and my daughter with I'm so grateful for him and you know what I mean I'm talking about the bank account you guys not actual Richard but you know that's the type of thing that you need to start doing you need to build a relationship and start you need to build a relationship with your money you do you need to build a relationship you need to start facing it if you're going to be a queen you guys you can't and I know that I, I did an episode one of the episodes in here is on facing your shit and not allowing life to happen to you and this is so true in money and your finances you have to face your shit and this was the biggest um, you know, lesson for me, I've always in my whole life, I've always been such an avoider of everything, of anything that was hard, I would avoid it, anything, I don't want conflict, I just will leave it and avoid it. And if you've ever done the Enneagram um, test, I'm a seven, a really strong seven on the Enneagram test. And that's one of the things that you know, we do because we only want to feel good. We want to do what feels good and feels right and la 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 la. And honestly, what I found is this, I found that the more that I face my shit, the less that I avoid. It's almost like it's a devotion to myself. It's a it's a love to myself. And so I'm in love with treating myself good. I love to feel good. I love to treat myself good and with respect. And when I do these actions, this is like real love. It's like when your parents discipline you and they do it out of love. It's kind of like I'm doing, I'm disciplining myself and it's out of love. And I can see that and feel that. And I actually... <laughs> I don't know how this sounds, but I actually have, you know, made more of a connection with myself. It's more of like a closeness with myself because it's like, girl, I got you. I got your back. I love and support you in healthy ways, not I love and support you. So let's like take a day off and lay in the bed all day because you don't feel good. And I just want you to feel good. You know, that's not love and real love and support for yourself. So think about it as like parent child, you know, relationship. So parents sometimes, you know, they, they, they give kids discipline, they give kids structure because the kids need those things. And in turn, it helps the kid to be healthier. That's why the parents do it. It helps the kid to be healthier, helps the kid to learn the lessons, it helps the kids to like grow in a, you know, in a, in a healthy way. 
that sort of thing. So that's what I've learned. The more that you do it and you keep your commitment of, you know, not avoiding things and facing up to things and taking care of shit and not being, you know, and not just letting things happen to chance, the more that you will form a bond with yourself and really love yourself. This is real self-love, queens. This is real self-care. You have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your money. You have to know that more of it's available for you, you guys. You have to. You have to dig in and figure out what your shitty money stories are and start reframing those. And then you have to face it head up. If you're in some real financial trouble, you need to face it. If you are, you know, in a place where you're, you know, still making minimum wage and you don't see a way out, like you just got to face your shit. You got to face it. You have to figure out a way on minimum wage that you can still raise your credit score and that you can, you know, purchase, start your business that you wanted to start that sort of thing. And then you have to trust the universe and understand these energetic principles around money and how you can get. And it may not be the form of money that I received, like a big lump sum surprisingly from a source you didn't even know it was coming, right? It could be in opportunities that you will be dropped in opportunities where you'll be able to make more money. That sort of thing also will happen, but you can't be attached to any outcome. You can't be attached to how the money is going to come to you. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you have taken something from it. And what I want you to really take from it is that you are so fucking powerful and you are um, you are worthy of so much abundance and you are meant to be rich as fuck and you can say you want to be rich as fuck and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to want to be rich as fuck and walk around with fucking rhinestones or crystals on your boots it's okay it's okay to want to wear you know it's okay it's okay to want to drive a fucking whatever your dream car is that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so I want you to know there's nothing wrong with that you are worthy you are abundant as fuck you can be you are rich as fuck and you're worthy just the way you are queens and so let's get this shit let's up level Let's step into our queen, embody our queen. That's what this series is all about. And so we can't leave out money when we're talking about embodying our queen, you guys. We cannot because you can't embody your queen if your phone screen is broken for three months and you don't have enough money to go get it fixed. That is not queen shit. It's not. So if you like this episode, uh, write me a review, leave me a message, follow me over at Angie M. Jordan. Um, share this episode. It really helps me. I really appreciate every ounce of feedback that I get from you guys. I love to listen to it. Please drop me some suggestions for podcasts that you might have over on my Instagram. I'm asking for them all the time. And as you know, this is my soul's work. I really love this. Um, I really love sharing and it really just lights my soul on fire. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening.